Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Voice Actors Journal with Simon and Jeff. I am Simon, and with my co- Yeah, there's Jeff. (laughs) Jeff just chimes in. Hey, what's up Jeff? How's it going, man? I am well. I am well. I'm broadcasting again here on a podcast with you. This is going to be a fun time. Absolutely. So this week, everybody, we're going to talk about social media and websites. Ooh. Okay. No. I, and just to be clear, websites are not magical. And I'm going to dispel that magic in a little while, but I'll, I'll get to that in a moment. <laughs> yeah. No. Websites are not magical. Social media is a good, a good source, good resource for you to use it. And we're just going to share with with everyone some of our experiences using social media with our voiceover business uh and also having a website so if you don't mind jeff i'll start off actually before we go let's uh read off our disclaimer that we are not coaches for the voiceover world although we try to provide as much information as we possibly can about our experiences but we are still students in the world of voiceovers uh, so that being said, your mileage may and frankly will vary. Absolutely. And last but not least, we are undiscovered badasses. Yeah, we definitely are. So if you want a couple of undiscovered badasses doing your voiceover projects, just uh, feel free to contact us and we'll leave our info at the, near the end of the show. And one way you can contact us directly and that would actually come to both of us would be uh, to email us at the voice actors journal at gmail.com again that's the voice actors journal at gmail.com we welcome any uh, kind of feedback or top possible topics we can discuss um, or just uh, just an email just to say hey how's it going hey how you doing right that kind of thing we're always happy to get an email from our from our listeners and even first listener cat who hasn't sent us an email but we'll be having uh, we'll be having lunch with her sometime this week so we're, we're excited about that too yeah, we'll fun. we'll we'll make her record something during lunch. <laughs> no, but on the show. no, no, that would that would just that would scare a listener. So we should not oh, do well, that. Yeah. Well, she's our first listener, cat. So so I don't know if it'll scare her off if she's the one doing the if we have her say thing. But we'll we'll figure something out. We'll have some fun with her. Uh, we'll have some fun with her. <laughs> all righty then. Now with after all the disclaimer, let's get on with the topic. So I've been I've been using social media for quite a while. I had a lot of like Twitter when it first came out. I forgot when uh, Twitter. I forgot when Twitter first launched. I think it was like 2009, 2010. I don't remember around that time. Either, but it but it was a while back. It definitely was a while back. It was back. a while back. So I had an, I had an account, never really used it cuz I never you know, at that time it wasn't even that popular yet. So now flash forwarding flash forwarding to 2018 the the thing the platform is huge so yes how do you so a lot of people will probably ask me you know how do i find potential work or reach out to potential clients so like one of my resources i use is twitter yes and it's actually a really good one i only got into twitter myself in january 2016 or so so i've only been at about a you know, a couple of years now, and it's uh, it's it's surprisingly useful once you've got to start getting a lot of connections, yeah. a lot of followers too. Yeah, absolutely. And also the one big, the one thing that you want to utilize are hashtags when you're doing mm-hmm. searches. Uh, these can range from voiceover work, hashtag voiceover work, hashtag video production, hashtag explainer, whatever well, whatever category that you're looking at in voiceover you're going to find some posts that are related to those hashtags. And some of them could be like 
hey, it's a company or uh, or someone, hey, putting up a casting call, hey, I need someone to voice this and voice that. So it's a really good it's a really good uh, resource for you to find voiceover gigs. I find that uh, using hashtag casting call is actually a good way to look for stuff as That's well. That's another one as well. Yeah. A good one. Um, uh, for me personally, um, I find, at least for myself, since I'm looking to do voice work, um, is to basically follow game developer web uh, um, um, Twitter accounts. Uh, there's a lot of indie games that are out there that are always looking for voice work. Now, it, it may or may not pay very much, but it gives you an in, it gives you credit, it gives you a little something to show, hey, I was actually available for this kind of work. This is part of how I sound. And if nothing else, it adds to your portfolio of, of voices you can do. Yeah, that that definitely works out too. Um, another, another social media platform that I've used is uh, Instagram. Now, Instagram, yeah, you could actually do hashtag searches as well. Um, I use it mainly just to post you know things that are sometimes related to my voiceover and sometimes to and sometimes relates to my you know personal life that i wouldn't whatever part of my personal life i'm willing to share right right because that gives you more hey this guy has character this guy has personality like we want to know him as well not just that he's a voice actor We're like okay that's cool and all that but what are you like in real life you know so you know <laughs> so some things i, I post like you know the movies I'm going to watch, the foods that I eat or something like that. Because that's what basically Instagram is. You know, people just post food all the time. So Yes, and, and cats. They do yeah. post their cats as well. Yes, the food, cats, and, then- and other things too. But the good – one of the things that's, that's really good about Instagram is they don't they, – they allow you to put more hashtags more than Twitter. Because Twitter is only limited to 240 characters now. 280, 280, 280 characters. Two hundred eighty. Instagram allows you just to like just go on like something fierce. I mean, my my last post I put on Instagram was for a a student film that I did, and I was able to really get kind of descriptive about what I was doing, why I was made up in orange coloring. I I won't talk about that right now, but uh, you know, and some of the clothing I, I was wearing and whatnot, and uh, and the hashtags alone you, will really spread you out really far. And if people are following those hashtags, they um, they'll say, "Hey, this looks really cool," or "Wow, this is really weird." Or they'll like it or even follow you, which is always kind of nice to get a yeah. larger and larger audience that way. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I I had a, you know, I, I I've seen my my followers amount doubled since I started mm-hmm. started using Instagram and you know utilizing the hashtags. So it yeah. helps. It definitely helps. Definitely um, helps. It definitely does. The the one thing I, I like about about Instagram is that it actually gives you the option to be able to post on Facebook and Twitter and I think Tumblr as well if I'm remembering it right uh, so yeah. that when you post something there it actually will copy it over to the others to those other I, platforms as well which is pretty nice I, I like that feature but if you've noticed it it doesn't do a really good job when it's posted Twitter because all it does it, it shows the message that you wrote on Instagram but then they also put an Instagram link yeah, I'm not. Which, I'm not a big fan of that. I'm myself. not a big fan of that. So what I do is, when I have something I want to post, I go to each platform manually and post. Yeah, because yeah, absolutely, it, it makes it looks a lot better, and that's 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 why I don't I don't want to do the you know auto auto connect or yeah linking of each account with Facebook and 
Facebook and Instagram, it's okay because mm-hmm. I think Facebook owns Instagram, so <laughs> that that's well, that, why. Might, that might that might be why, yeah. But wait, yeah, yeah it, it is unfortunate that on Twitter it only gives you a link, and I, I've noticed that, and I found that I, I personally find that disappointing. So yes. I, I think, like you, I, I post separately with that within, unfortunately, within the 280 character limit, which really kind of stinks. It limits your hashtag usage sometimes, especially if you put in like. 20 of them or something like that. And I don't put that many in myself, but I know people who just like throw in. Oh, yeah. You know, it's, like, it's like a stream of thought. It's like, okay, I want to do this one, this one, this one. It's like almost a sentence when you read all these hashtags. Like, oh, wow, that's a stream of thought if I ever saw one. So. I know. So I, I I highly recommend people that if you're going to post on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, to do it individually so you yeah. have the full the full layout of your message, not just a link from to Instagram when you do it on Twitter. So, right. Right. So, I, I agree with that. The, uh, I think one of the caveat I would put with that is that with Instagram, you have to use a photograph of some kind or a picture of some kind to, to post her, which, which makes sense. I mean, I'm not wholly against that, but if you're trying to find something to post, uh, for example, I just recently got, um, got a role to play a, uh, um, uh, for, for a visual novel, and they didn't have any artwork for the character that I was playing, so I had to find something that I could post up there to that announced that I was I was doing this, which was fun. But I'm like, well, okay, so hopefully they'll have some artwork for the character that I'm going to be playing. But I'm like, well, okay, now I got to find something, or if I want to announce that I've, you know, something, I've got to find something to post as a picture if I want to put it up on Instagram. So it's it's I think that's my only drawback about it. But I I, I get why it's formatted yeah. that way. Or not. you could also, if you have a video voiceover demo. Oh, put it up there as well. That's true. They let that you. Okay. I, I think the limit is thirty second or less video or something like that. I I'm not sure. I I, posted I don't know it either. Once, but you could post. <laughs> you could post a video. I just I don't remember what is the time limit on it though. I I need to figure out how to post a a video on there myself. That's I think the one thing I've been trying to figure out how to do, or at least post another link. I think that's that's the other drawback about it is that when you add a link within the description part of it, it doesn't activate as a hyperlink. Yeah. So so uh, what the one workaround is this is that every time it it's a it's a pain, but I've seen a lot of people do it. I do it myself. Whenever you have something you need a link, you need to tell your viewers to say link in my bio. And then cause, because uh, your bio page is the only area where you can have an active link. That is true. That is true, and that that's personally where I put my demo reel link in there. But that's that's something to consider. I may, maybe I'll update that to something else, or you know, to a new episode of our show here, or uh, or something else. But that that's something to consider. I'll have to think about that. But I think there is a way to do it because I, every once in a while, I come across a uh, um, a post that says you know scroll up to for for a link, and I'm like, okay, so how do I do that? And I my research has been all for not so far, but I will I will figure something out. There, there is uh, what I use is lnk.bio so basically it's a link that links to a page of all your links oh <laughs> i know it's, it's a link within a link right right it's, so it's, it's a, a link exception <laughs> yeah it's a links it's a link that links to all the links that you want to share so if you go to my my instagram at simon tse 17 and you click on my bio page link you're going to see other links. So it will be my voiceover page, um, my my movie reviews that I do that for my other podcast, um, and other, other links that I want to share as well. So that's another way, guys, to add more links to your Instagram bio. 
Oh, that's brilliant. So bio. So it's, it's pre and it's free, and it's 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 pretty good. I was I was pretty impressed because I I've been trying to find ways to. Every time I want to post, I want to post something and it has a new link. I I, I get kind of tired of copy and pasting that link and putting that in my bio every single time. You know? That makes sense. That makes and, a lot of hmm. You know, and I don't want to like get rid of the voiceover link because right. that's, that's the primary reason I want people to see my the source of income, if you will. The, yeah. this, this, my potential source source of income. So I don't right, want that right. link to disappear. <laughs> but I also at the same time want to promote other links. So to having to copy and paste every single every single time I want to share something, it's to the bio page, it gets kind of annoying. So th in this way, you just go to link lnk.bio and then just go in to their page and then add the links yourself. And then you could just use that one link from that page and put on your Instagram. Brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah. So uh, like bitly, bit.ly, which is actually a URL shortener that yeah. I use a lot. Uh, it's, it's free. They also have a paid option to, which gives you more, information about the links themselves uh being able to track uh, you know what kind of people are you know from where and like how often and a whole slew of other other data that might be useful to you if you want to get an idea as to where your audience is coming from i i use bitly like like you wouldn't believe i, I have like for for my demo reels for playlists i have on youtube i got if for, for like any audiobook that i have recorded um i actually ha will have a custom link created for it that will go to the audible.com page as opposed to amazon.com. There's, there's a big reason why about that. <clears throat> Excuse me. The, um, the, uh, um, it'll come to me. Give me a minute. The, <laughs> I swear it'll come to me. It's still the, early the, people for us. I know, right? God, I, I just obviously need more coffee. The, uh, these, these shortened URLs actually are very helpful to use in Twitter. Um, especially because of your character limitation, but the customizing at least makes it more memorable. So I'm like, okay, what, you know, how am I going to remember the name of this audiobook? Oh, is this, this, and this? I'm like, oh yeah, that makes sense, and it it, it reads better that way. So yeah, that that's a, that's a big one. I'll probably touch on that a little later on when we uh, get into websites. Oh yeah, and it, so it definitely helps. I mean, no one wants to see a link that's like, I don't know, for example, YouTube.com ID number one two four four five six seven. No, no one wants to see that. Exactly. <laughs> nobody wants. And people to see can't that. even type that much. It's like, oh god, yeah. please just stop. Oh my god, stop. I know. Nobody wants <laughs> to see that. So nobody wants to see that. Exactly. Uh, nobody enough... wants to see that as much as me without pants on and neck. That's... <laughs> even my wife doesn't want to see that. It's horrible. I nobody tell does. You. Nobody does. Nobody does. I know. God, oh, man, leave my ego alone. Put your pants on. No, for <laughs> <Number> squares. <laughs> I don't want to. They're overrated. Facebook. All right. Next up is Facebook. Facebook. Now Facebook. I don't, you know, with all the stuff that's going on with Facebook. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> with all the stuff going on with Facebook, and you know, it was a really cool thing to have. Like, your, if you create your own Facebook business page, which if you do that for your voiceover, do it because you need to separate your personal and your voiceover stuff. That's that's how I'm set up. That's how I'm set up. Yeah. If you were to. My name, you'll find a personal profile as well as a basically my voiceover yeah. profile. Now, last year before before they made changes this year, it was that your business page would, I think, it would show up more frequently on other people's timeline and stuff like that. But they changed the algorithm now to show less of the business part and more of your your friend stuff, from what I understand. So. Okay. It, 
my this is just my perspective. I don't think it's worth having a Facebook business page if you're starting off right now. Because with all the fiasco with all the fiasco going on with Facebook, I I, I don't see it as a benefit as, as a benefit anymore, to be honest. Maybe in the short term, it may not be so much of a benefit. In the long term, it, it, it also does provide additional branding for yourself um, uh, just from an internet standpoint. If you're trying to get your name out there, have people be able to find you easily uh, or learn more about you and whatnot, Facebook simply adds to that. It's not, I would say, maybe the a major way of going at it. Uh, but the good part about it is that if you have a bunch of your friends, even from your, your personal side, following you on your voiceover side and you post stuff to it, uh, your friends you know, can find out and share that information or like it or whatever so that people will see it as well. True, and, that is true. And, so it gives you a little little bump here and there to uh, to at least you know show, hey, look, I just got this role recently. Or, hey, if you want to hire me as a voice actor, you can you know listen to my clips yeah. and whatnot. And you got to post content on it though because – and if you're – I think one of the best thing about – going into Facebook is that if you're going to make a business page or a fan or they call it a fan page sometimes or something. Right. Right. um, You got to post content pretty frequently. So, I mean, one way is to write content like a blog or if you do a podcast like us. Yes. Yeah. You could do that. You could, but you have to have your, your business page needs to have some sort of content every single week or probably even every single day. So if you're able to manage that, I say go for it, but I think as of right, I mean, if if you have money, you could do the Facebook ads, you know, to, yeah. to boost up those those postings. But I mean, I've tried one before. Out of all, out of how did that work out for you? I'm curious. I my my wife has actually done that as well and had has had limited success with it. So I'm kind of curious. To I'm how, kind how of you're... I'm in that same ballpark as well. Very limited success. I mean, I I did like a, I mean, because I had like a voucher. From Facebook to use. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, let me, let me give it a try. Let's see if I get any new likes or anything like that. None. Yeah, but, I, yeah. I, I, well, I and and I'm gonna let me mention this as well. Uh, my from my wife's experience, and hopefully I'm I'm relaying this this experience correctly. My wife also had gotten a voucher. She thought she'd just try it out, so she did. And the likes that she got were all from Japan, native Japan. And the reason I say that, if, 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 and, the, and the wild part about it is that she is uh, she does taxes. So today is like the last day of her tax season, and she is so ecstatic about that. <laughs> and God, she is so tired. That's everyone, but, <laughs> right? I know, right? But no, but she, but she's working it. You know, I'm like, oh my god. But she, she, you know, she, she's done some Facebook ads, and you know, and like I said, she had limited success with it. And I guess in an attempt to increase her exposure, she, she, you know, used the voucher. And it was like a $10 voucher or whatnot. I guess the way it works is that if you get a click or a like or something like that, it takes away from the money from that voucher, which is fine. And um, and she found out, she looked at it that, okay, her area that she is appealing to is just the East LA area. That, that's where her office is. You know, why, why would she, you know, say, for example, why would she market to somebody in Montana or something like that? It kind of give you an idea. You know, it's just local to the East LA area. Yeah. And she found that uh, within the, the the time that the voucher got used up, that pretty much everybody that liked or viewed her ad were from Japan, and um, it, it which was very weird. And she believes that the reason why is that because her brother-in-law, who is Japanese and uses actually his Japanese name in his profile or as his name, 
that's why they came up with those followers and therefore and therefore and so basically the algorithm of the bread oh she you know she's you know, she's, she's got some relation to Japan or Japanese people. So let's market that way, despite the fact that it should be you know, here in East L.A. as opposed to across <laughs> the Pacific Ocean in Japan. Like, hey, we'll do your taxes here in the States. Really? Yeah. Like, so, yeah, so it, there, there's some didn't quite go right there when it, it should have marketed to, to East L.A. and not to uh, not to the Japanese. And again, I'm not disparaging on that. I want to be clear. But obviously, there's a little mismarketing on that point with yeah. the, the algorithms that were in place for that. Yeah, I mean the after i did my my facebook ads were like a boost post as boost post as well i mean i didn't get any likes all the likes that i got were from were from the were from basically my personal page the friends from my personal page cuz i cuz right. i shared it right. on my personal page and those are where my likes came from so none of it were from facebook ads or facebook posts or boost posts nothing so right Right. Yeah, I, I think what may help with that, and I, and I don't know for sure, is to follow, say, like a game developers or studios or something along those lines. So if they, so if you follow them, they may follow you back, and therefore they'll start to see the stuff you're posting. That's actually what I'm experiencing with Twitter, is that when I have posted to Twitter, I have been following a bunch of game developers uh, who also in turn follow me as well, or some even just follow me and I follow them back. And um, when I post stuff, you know, I'll hashtag, you know, you know, virtual novel or or um, or visual novel, excuse me, or uh, um, indie dev or you know, a game or something along those lines. It gets picked up, or they see that I posted something and they'll like it back. And it's even led to actually a couple of possible auditions to go with it too, which is pretty nice. So that that's part. That, I think so. Twitter, at least for me, and I would imagine your experience probably as well, has been actually a lot better in that regard as opposed to Facebook. But yeah. But I, but I think I think Facebook probably needs a little. My Facebook probably needs a bit more work. I don't post to it as much as I probably should. But uh, that that's that's kind of my take on 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 that part of it. For, at least for the, the the social media platform is that yeah. I mean, uh, Instagram is fantastic. It really spreads you out, whatnot. Uh, the uh, um, Facebook, eh, you know, it probably could use a little work. Maybe we need to. Maybe you and I need to work it a little harder. Yeah. Twitter. Seems to be the bomb in this case when it comes to you know getting the exposure and people responding back to you. It's really pretty good. Yeah, I agree. I mean, Twitter has been so far the the best social media platform in terms of finding new leads, new clients, new new poten- potential work, and stuff like that. So that that that's been a success for me. So, all right, now moving on to towards websites and so yes. forth. I'll I'll take up the topic on this one here. Go for it. Um, now. As a former tech, for me personally, it is always worth it to have a website. I think I think at this day and age, it'd be it'd be silly not to have a website presence. Um, I think, uh, granted, I can go on about fraudulent stuff and and whatnot regarding websites. Hey, this looks really authentic, but whatever. The the website presence really helps. I think just just from from a branding standpoint, because you have an online presence, you can store. Your demo there. You can store like film clips. You, it basically, it's a storage point which you could put on display of what you can, of what you can do, what you've done, uh, what you're capable of. You know, so you could store audio clips here, visual reels, acting reels, whatever you got. You could post it up there and put it on display. Now, I have heard on a number of occasions that your your website as a as a voice actor should just be just one page. Um, that will play your demo pretty much when when you turn it on or when you get to it or have it be just another click uh, to get to it and that's that. Now, 
you know, basically the idea, idea being if it takes too many clicks to get to your reel, then whoever is, is going to listen to it, like an agent, for example, will simply give up and move on to somebody else. Yeah. I could, I could appreciate that an agent's time is valuable, and obviously they've got to put a lot of time into having to listen to a demo. I, I get that part. but And I also agree that the demo reel should be easy to get to or, or visibly easy to get to if you choose to put it on a separate page. Now, I have mine on a separate page. It doesn't pop up automatically or have it be visible right there. I know on your site, Simon, that it, it does show up that yes. way. I, I may reconsider that myself, but to get to my demo, for me, it's like you click on – you get to my site, you hit you hit the big record thing that says demo reels on it. You hit that, and you can choose from six that you can listen to. One's a commercial one, one's narration, and uh, I forgot what the other one. One's a character reel. And eventually I'm going to be putting up a visual reel for that uh, soon enough. So it, it's easy enough to get to. And I suppose the other part is to make sure that when you play your demo reel that it actually works on all the browsers that are out there so if you have internet explorer or the internet explorer if you prefer if you have uh google chrome if you've got firefox um, and safari that being another one test it on all four and any other browsers you're aware of make sure it works and if they all work you're all in good shape all is good if something's broken on one of the websites or on one of the the web browsers excuse me um Figure out what it is. Try to try to get an idea as to what you can do and fix that. Now, um, you know, and beyond that, uh, it, it, it's really up to you as to how you want to run that part of it. Now, as opposed to just having your demos just on your website, you obviously you can upload them to pretty much anywhere. Uh, SoundCloud.com is a good spot to do it. Um, I usually when uh, when I point to my demos, I usually point to YouTube where I've uploaded basically a playlist of it, and I can always change that playlist whatever I want to have, you know, to have what I want people to, to hear. And like I mentioned earlier about BitLie, I use that to point towards that playlist. So when someone uses that link, it goes to the playlist, and it could be basically my most recent work and so forth. Um, plenty of other methods out there, but that's just the one I use. And it seems to be working well enough as far as I can tell. I mean, I've seemed to get a, a fair amount, of, not not a whole lot of traffic to my website, but I do get a fair amount going to my YouTube channel. And I'm pretty happy with that as is, but that's that's all right. I'm good with with how how things work. But like I said, your mileage your mileage may vary on this, and that that's kind Absolutely. of the nature of what it. And a couple more, a couple of few things I want to add is a uh, website. If you're using a website builder like Wix, uh, WordPress, mm-hmm. uh, site builder is actually one I've used. Yeah, exactly. Uh, one thing that you could use to post your demo is using their built-in media player from your site builder uh, to upload your audio. Uh, but the one player that I recommend is uh, VoiceZam. It's Voice, Voice Am. Uh, Z-A-M. It basically, if you go to my webpage, uh, simontsevoiceover.com, immediately you'll see the demo player right there. And the cool thing about VoiceZam is that your demos broken down into different segments so okay so my commercial demo has like uh i think about six or seven tracks and each of them tells you what the tracks are so like if i did like a milk commercial it'll be the product of the name of that milk um product that you see on the first track and the second track will be a computer company that i did or something like that so you could so people could just listen to each track individually rather than rather than they listen they could listen to the whole thing but this part it tells you what what you're listening to 
and yeah. it's, it's also mobile friendly. And the the biggest thing that I think uh, some people might forget is make sure that your website is mobile friendly. Make sure it works on the phone because people yeah. go that's on your big- website on the phone. So. Yeah, that, that's a big one. And actually, I've, I've been having some serious trouble with a site builder tr- uh, trying to get that to work correctly. Uh, and I've decided that after some time, I, I'm going to be leaving them. I'm not all that thrilled. But I think because because I'm very techie, I find it lacking in some of the things I really would like it to do. So at some point, I'm going to be moving over to to another web host. Um that actually will allow me to pretty much kind of handle my website the way I want to from a very coding techie standpoint. I've actually like recreated my website all in HTML and I'm so proud of myself, but uh, it's, yeah. but you, it, it, in but other it, words, it, you have more patience than I do <laughs> in terms uh, marginal, of, I'm going to say marginally so, but well, marginally so, I mean that I, I did it through site builder just cause I wanted to get it up. I wanted to just kind of get things going and see how, how it would work out. And, and for the most part, it was fine for like the first year I had it up there. But then I discovered that when I tried to go to like to the mobile to a you know quote unquote mobile version of my of my site, it wouldn't pop up automatically. So I'd contact their support, and they say, "Oh, there's no way to do it. Where you can't you know um, have it automatically redirect or anything other stuff, or it doesn't uh, automatically detect what kind of device is being used to to reach your website, which would then say, "Hey, go to this version of the website as opposed to this one." Most most mobile websites usually will might read as like m.websitename.com. So it'll be like m.jeffwarden.com. Now that would be the mobile version of your site. And you, know, and you just put it all in the subdirectory and it should come up the way it's supposed to. Yeah. But when, it go, when you go to, to jeffwarden.com on your phone, it won't go to the mobile version. It will then go to uh, uh, the, the main website and it won't look right either because obviously the formatting is different. And then it's all a bunch of text boxes and, and, and not bad. Each, it, it's just... If, if you want just to block it all together, it's easy. But if if, if you want to look neat and clean, um, I have found, at least for myself, that using HTML coding and tables works really well. And Site Builder, to my surprise, did not have tables, which I, I was so blown away by that. I'm like, what do you mean you don't have tables? I mean, if I'm if I'm putting up my resume, which is just three columns of information, you know, the the name of the production, what character I played, and who the director was, or whoever the the voice coach was, or whatever. I don't have that option. I have to put it all in, in text blocks just so it'll, it'll stack right. And, and like, uh, th- that's, that's ridiculous. So they didn't have tables. So there's, there was a lot that kind of led to, to, to the downfall of using site builder in that particular case. I, I know that I will be leaving them at some point, but that's, that's just me. I mean, like I said, your mileage may vary. You may think site builder is the bomb. Hey, bully for you about yeah. that. Now, if, if our listeners out there that are not very techie or just want to do, just want to build a website without having to do HTML coding. Yep. Uh, I highly recommend either WordPress because some of them has uh, responsive themes. Basically, right. Right. every time you make changes, it would also make changes for your mobile site. Or you could use the one provider I used. Uh, I use Wix. We're not sponsored by Wix. I just use it because sponsored by Site Builder either. <laughs> yeah, we're not sponsored by any of these services that we that we're using right now. Just just a big disclaimer. I use right. Wix because I like the, the design tool. Mm-hmm. And the cool thing about Wix is that um, they have, they're not responsive themes, but they let you, you know, re redesign or reconfigure between desktop and mobile. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's really good. Yeah. I, did, I, I was about to mention WordPress myself as well. That That's actually not a bad way to go. Again, if you, if you want to keep it simple, if you want, if you're not, 
particularly tech savvy, like you know, like like myself, um, or, or even Simon. I know he's he's a pretty techy guy too. Um, the, the yeah, the using Wix or Site Builder actually would work really well for you. That they're you know build your own website, whatever is not a bad way to go in and of itself. WordPress works in that 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 well that way as well. Um, but for me, it, it's it's just not going to cut it for the way I want my website to be to be presented or to have a format the way uh, that way too. Um, and that's kind of it on, on that, at least for, from my standpoint. Um, oh, oh, one other thing regarding websites is what's usually referred to as SEO branding. Oh, yes. Now, I'm going to just say straight off the bat, I know very little about SEO branding. and SEO Same for, here. Yeah, it stands for Search Engine Optimization. And the, interestingly enough, there are professionals out there that do this sort of thing. Yep. But I, I find that within even these these uh, these build you know these uh, build your own website type type sites like site builder and wix and whatnot there's usually an option called um uh, meta tags or meta i forgot there, there might be another name for it that is used and when you put keywords in there like voiceover voice acting your name and so forth you put in relevant uh, uh um, elements regarding your website in there then it brings up your website in searches now, if you were to simply do a search for Jeff Worden by itself, you'll find like the, the first, I think it's like four or five uh, um, results go to my website. Um, although there's a Google ad on the other side that actually goes to a psychiatrist in, in New York. But either way, but he paid for that. He paid for that Google ad, which is fine, but his stuff comes up near the bottom. So I'm not worried about that part. But uh, but just when you just do a basic search for Jeff Worden, it just comes up with those results. That's something I want that I know that obviously the the meta tags I think put I put in there helped with that uh, because it is because it's always out there now if you look for a voice actor my name might not come up or even Simon's for that matter but yeah. but but our names would pop up in the results you know somewhere down the line based on traffic and popularity whatever whatever the algorithms are that Google uses to bring up the results and so forth but um, but yeah the meta tags really kind of help out with that search engine branding. Uh, to bring your name to bring your name forward and so forth. Um, if you want to pay a professional to to do search engine optimizing, you can do that. Uh, frankly, I have no idea if that's actually worth the money or not. Um, again, it's pricey. It, I, I would imagine it's, it is. Yeah. I would imagine it is. But I, you know, despite the fact that I have a degree in business, you know, I did take marketing classes, so I, I see the valor in branding. I, I just. Not 100% sure, but I don't have much information. But you know what? If you write to us at uh, thevoiceactorsjournal at gmail.com and tell us what a great thing it is, we would love to hear it. And, and we'll definitely mention it and certainly address it at, on, on a later podcast. I think that would be a, you know, a good follow-up, if nothing else. So Yeah, absolutely. That's actually a good idea. And, um, yeah, I think that, that does it. I think website. that does it for today. Does it for me? I, I got I got nothing else here. Nothing. Nothing, Simon. Yeah, same here. I mean, that's all the knowledge we have on websites and social media. And yeah. But what did you guys think? You know, let us know if you guys have any um suggestions. Yep. For suggestions, topic ideas, feedback, insults. We'd love to hear some insults only because we'll turn them around on you and Show you just how vile we can be with please these. Please direct your insults to Jeff Warden. Please, please, please. do. Stand up to and, you. Um, what I swear. And uh, if you guys are looking to subscribe to our podcast, we are now available on iTunes Podcasts, Google Play Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, and of course Anchor.fm. And also, Huzzah. if you do use Anchor.fm, you could actually 
leave a message, a voicemail <gasps> message to us. So download, yeah, I know, right? I mean, I, 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 I recently discovered. I was like, really, you could do that? And again, a- a- with Anchor.fm is our podcast host. They're not sponsoring us. Okay, just letting you know. So <laughs> we don't down- have any sponsors yet. We're working on that, though. Yeah, we don't have any sponsors. But if you download the Anchor.fm app on your phone and search for the Voice Actors Journal with Simon and Jeff, you could see a little message button on our page. Yeah. And you can leave us a voicemail. Please do. We might even play it on our podcast. Maybe. We'll yeah. see. Yeah, we'll see what kind uh, of we we probably will. We're we'll be pretty good about it. We probably will. We, you know, we'd like to we like to definitely hear feedback and topic ideas and other good stuff like that. Absolutely. And uh so uh, and the other option you could also, like I said, you could write to us at the voice actors journal at gmail.com. And we are also posted on YouTube as well. We actually do have a YouTube yes, channel we do. so you can so we do post stuff there as well. So once all the all the podcasts are put out to the appropriate channels, we uh, take the file and put it in video for a man and stick it on YouTube. Absolutely. And whatever podcast application you guys are using uh, to subscribe to our channel, uh, if there's a ability to leave a feedback, I know on iTunes podcast you could leave a rating. Uh, please give us a good rating if you like us. Validate us. Please validate us. <laughs> please validate us. Oh, we need please. this validation. Exactly. Exactly. All righty. But that does it for this week's episode of the Voice Actors Journal. I'm Simon. And I'm Jeff. Bye, everyone.